Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. So hello and welcome to Simon's Pro Wrestling Show, attempt number two. If you're watching live on YouTube, you know what I'm talking about. Let's get all the stuff out of the way. At Simon Miller on Instagram and Twitter, go follow me. Uh, give me a subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search for Simon Miller. That's the best way to do it. Support me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Because without that, I can't do any of my shows. That's the, the bread and butter. It's the lifeblood of everything I do in my own personal time. Uh, and again, if you are on YouTube right now, why not use the super chat? There's a little dollar sign beneath the chat box. You can ask any question you want. You can say anything you want. You can make any kind of statement you want, and we can have a little chat about whatever you choose. Lamel KH2 is right back in there on the super chat saying, remember Samoa Joe, Rusev, remember the Oscar up. It's true. They're all dead. Samoa Joe is dead. Rusev is dead. We haven't used the Oscar up in the wild because Oscar hasn't been on TV. It's a shame. Sean Gahorn in Super Chat says, Hey, Simon is actually live. It does seem to be fixed now. I do apologize for the technical issues. Again, it sucks for me too, because now it won't do as well. And I like it when we do well. I like it when we have loads of people watching. It gets me excited. And Timothy Jones in the Super Chat says, Still with you, brother. Thank you, Timothy. Timothy was here for the failed attempt part one, and he's back for part two. I do apologize uh, for everything that just happened. And if you are listening on the audio feed, don't worry about it. You didn't have to deal with the uh, horrendous nature of live streams. Although, to be fair, that's the first time that's happened. And who knows what the hell happened, but that is the first time that it's happened. But we'll carry on regardless. We'll have to call this uh, an asterisk episode now, the, the forgotten episode. But look, let's get into it. If you saw SmackDown this week, you will have seen WWE try to kill off Roman Reigns. Or at least somebody tried to kill off Roman Reigns. And as Jeffrey W. in the Super Chat has just said, thank you, Jeffrey. Hey, Simon, it's all a conspiracy that WWE don't want you to tell the masses who the killer is. It's true. Just as we were talk about suspects, we got cut off from YouTube. Jeffrey W. making a great shout in the Super Chat. But yeah, let's talk about it. Last part of SmackDown, uh, we had our main event match. It was AJ Styles versus Kofi Kingston. It certainly looked like we were about to wrap up the show. But instead, we cut backstage. And you knew something was up. You knew something would weird because we saw Roman walking towards his backstage interview. And we never see that, ever. Usually we cut there, they take one step to the right, and the interview just begins. So I was intrigued straight away. It was a little weird how they do it, because the set collapsed on him, and yet he wasn't hurt. He just got up and dusted himself off. So it kind of lacked the impact of seeing, obviously it was a stuntman, but in terms of the story, of seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin get run over by a car. <laughs> but hey-ho, look, I, I, I was quite a fan of it. Despite the execution not being great, I like a mystery, right? I like a mystery. I like a reason to having to tune in next week. And although this probably is a, was a little bit rushed for reasons we'll get into in a minute, it was simple. It was fine. It was a bit of a wrestling cliche. But I don't mind those things. I really, really don't. It's already sparked a debate on the internet. You know, when I was trying to think about things that we should kick off this podcast talking about, I thought, oh, we talk about the Roman Reigns thing, because that's probably where the most interest lies. So all in all, I think it was a bit of a smart move for WWE. The issue is who... Because with a mystery, with a who done it, you've got to have a cool, uh, a cool answer. Like one that always used to separate people was Maggie Simpson. She shot Mr. Burns. Spoilers from the late '90s or whatever the hell that was, probably mid '90s. And some people said, "Oh, it's cool because it's unexpected," and other people were like, "Well, that's just ridiculous." And with this one, you just kind of have to imagine that it's Samoa Joe. 
that's the one that makes sense. It seems like they are building towards Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, which is a bit strange because Roman Reigns beat him on Raw or SmackDown a couple of weeks ago. But maybe there is a twist in the tale. Maybe it was the Usos and they're going to go heel. I doubt that very much. So I guess that's where you start walking the tightrope a little bit. Because if it just does turn out to be Samoa Joe, you're like, oh, okay, well, whatever. But it still turns... The problem is it does turn Samoa Joe into a killer, quite literally. But if, when he just inevitably loses, you're like, well, what difference does it make? You never win. Shout out to Timothy Jones in the super chat who won the subject of these uh, done. It said, who hits Kevin Owens with a pie? That's right. Do you remember that? There was some kind of Thanksgiving fest and somebody threw a pie at Kevin Owens. We never found out. We never found out who lifted the briefcase at King of the Ring 99. Some people got, oh, it was the big boss man, but that was never confirmed. We never found out who was behind GTV. Again, people say gold dust, never confirmed. There's a rumor out there. It was meant to be Tom Green. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, Spaz Phoenix in the Super Chat also says, what if Roman versus Joe does the opposite of Brett versus Vince? His family shows up, Usos rock, Tamina, Nia, Kona, even more, but all turn up and help Joe. As much as I love that idea, Spaz Phoenix, it is not going to happen. But it's brilliant. And I like the fact that you threw it in there. Imagine that did happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Craig David. Imagine it was the Craig David. Craig David in the Super Chat. This is what he does on Wednesday. Was it? Took her for a drink on Monday. They did something else on Tuesday. On Wednesday, they stopped by Simon Miller's pro wrestling show. Craig David says, late because of shopping at Asda. Sigh. Welcome back. Don't worry about it, Craig. Uh, we, we screwed up the start of this week's show. So you didn't really miss anything apart from me getting angry at YouTube. <laughs> That's all you missed, which is fine. Uh, Isn't2296 says in the super chat, thank you for ups and downs. Your positivity makes my day. Well, Isn't, as I say to everyone that says lovely words like that, if you didn't watch, I wouldn't be able to do it. So thank you for investing in me. And thank you for giving me some of your time and your entertainment dollars each and every week. I really do appreciate it. Same with this. Same with this. Uh, Robinson DJ in the super chat says, Ziggler wants to fight your dad Goldberg so bad bad yeah he does for the third week uh, i don't remember the third week running but at least for the third week Dolph Ziggler has called out Goldberg or at least mentioned him disparagingly I would guess that come uh, October the 4th first Raw on Fox Goldberg's going to turn up and spear the hell out of Dolph Ziggler uh, Nathan Ornsby in the super chat just throwing some money in there which I appreciate all goes back into the show and Sean Gilhorn comes back and says in the super chat this doesn't seem like something Joe would do but he's put the the fabled ellipses in there I I understand the criticisms. I really, really do. And again, like I said, the execution was crazy at best because you thought you were going to have this big angle where people were going to be ripping the set off him. But instead, you know, Roman Reigns somehow managed to, 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 to protect himself. But at least it ties into whatever's going to happen next week. And hey, maybe it turns out it's not Samoa Joe. I mean, who would the list of candidates even be? I mean, it could be Braun Strowman. That's one that people have thrown around because when Roman and Braun were having their debate, they did do a lot of, we're going to chuck furniture at one another. And yeah, you had the thing on Raw where Maria and Braun had some weird altercation. I don't know what the hell that was. Some weird chat. I have no idea. That was just strange. That was just absolutely bizarre. That was probably the worst bit of Raw when Braun, you know, she said man up and he just went, and I was like, what have we done? Why don't we like Braun Strowman anymore? That's my question. Jacob Domley in the Super Chat said, some people have said Lars Sullivan, but I'm sure he's still injured. Yes, he is still injured. Also, I don't want to see Lars Sullivan versus Roman Reigns. I'm not going to lie. I feel like WWE botched the Lars Sullivan so bad, along with other things that he brought into the equation. I haven't really missed him since he's gone. Uh, Hopefully when he does come back, WWE can rectify that and we can start afresh. But yeah, Roman Reigns versus Lars Sullivan. Put like this. I'd never say this because I like building new talent. If we did Lars versus Roman at SummerSlam, I would want Roman Reigns to win. 
just saying. Spaz Phoenix in the super chat. It's got a crazy week coming up. Going to seven shows over five days. SummerSlam weekend. He's got Destiny, TakeOver, NXT, SummerSlam Raw, SmackDown, and of course, 205 Live. Any advice for not just falling down on the floor? Enjoy it, man. Like It is going to be a lot of wrestling. You will be a bit knackered towards the end. It's just the nature of the beef. But what a cool thing to do. You'll have great memories once you've recovered and got your sleep back. So just enjoy it. Have a good time. Don't let the naysayers get you down. Be positive. Be optimistic. And yeah, you spent a lot of money on that, so you absolutely should go in there with the right mindset and come out feeling pretty good, or at least I hope I, I hope you do. Um, it would be awesome if it was someone like Rusev, like a-, a comeback like that, but I just think it's going to be Samoa Joe. But that's okay. Like, it's okay. It was an interesting end to SmackDown. It's got the internet talking, as I say. We're talking about it right now. I think it was the most interesting thing in terms of a, a-, a talking point to come out of this week's TV, other than you know the-, 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 the sensical nature of the shows, which we'll segue into in a second. And maybe there is a surprise up our sleeve. Like obviously, Paul Heyman and, and Eric Bischoff are doing having some form of input into you know Raw and SmackDown. How much we don't know because there's conflicting reports. I mean, the, the real thing is that apparently uh, Vince. I'm doing a video on what culture about this soon, so check that out. But apparently, Vince McMahon has now rewritten the SmackDown show on the day of the show. He gets to the arena in the afternoon, reads it, and goes, "Nope, this is pap. Change it." Now, this may have been in the original form. We don't know. We don't know what the original script says. But there's every chance that this was just done because they felt like, well, we need to do an angle. What kind of angle should we do? And someone said, well, we can just try and kill Roman Reigns. And someone said, okay. And look, that is very Attitude Era-esque, right? They did do a lot of that kind of stuff back in the late 90s, the big one, as we've already touched upon, being with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I do applaud WWE for that because they did try and give it to Rikishi with the idea being that Rikishi would get this big push out the back of it, a big heel turn. It didn't really work because they just want, you know, fans just wanted to see Rikishi dance. Of course, he did it for Duroc. But again, I don't mind things failing as long as WWE tries. So if it does turn out to be someone from left field, a Buddy Murphy, a Mojo Rawley, I can't think of anybody else. I, I don't. I wouldn't mind it, is what I'm trying to say. And even if it is Samoa Joe, okay, at least it makes sense. And that's what we're going to talk about now. Quick shout out to Rob Anderson in the Super Chat, who says, if it wasn't for what culture wrestling, I would be missing out on a lot of good wrestling like Defiant. Well, thank you, Rob. We try and provide a service, and if we've done that, then, uh, then I'm more than happy. But yeah, if it is Samoa Joe, it means both Raw and SmackDown made sense. And they really did make sense this week. Like There was storylines that connected with um, narratives we've already been told in the past. They planted seeds for other feuds that you can now look back on and go, okay, it started there. You know, even the stuff with Maria being the pregnant champion. I know that's been divisive and understandably so, but at least it's not hard to explain. Oh, why is nobody pinning that girl because she's pregnant? And they don't want to be that person. Okay, I can understand that. Now, how they get the title off of her is a whole different story. But I felt like that bled over into SmackDown as well. Like, Drew McIntyre would fight Kevin Owens because Drew McIntyre's been Shane McMahon's lackey. I know it sucks that Drew keeps losing. But in this scenario, I'm like, well, I want Kevin Owens to be pushed. So I'm just happy that Kevin Owens is being pushed. And let's just hope we don't go back into a a 50-50 scenario. I mean, look, there was still continuity with Daniel Bryan in the sense that he did come out to uh, announce... Um, that he is, he, well, he, he came out to do his announcement and didn't do anything. And as Anthony Tagle in the Super Chat has said, Roman versus Brian, question mark? I don't think so. But I'd like that. I think that would be great. I mean, I, I would call that a negative, what's happened with Daniel Bryan. Again, I appreciated that at least there was a bit of continuity there. But I've gone from being really excited to finding out what Daniel Bryan is going to announce his career-changing thing. After he cut that pretty good promo after uh, Extreme Rules, whatever the hell the last pay-per-view was. And then we got nothing 
complete silence. And this time he just got up, walked up to a microphone and cough. And it is, you know, you, you have to pay something off eventually. And this is what I would tie in. This is where I would say the differences come between what Roman Reigns did and what Daniel Bryan did. Of course, it's, it's not on them. It's on the writing. But Roman Reigns' was quick, immediate, unexpected. And I imagine I'm going to find out next week to serve the SummerSlam build, which is what I like. Daniel Bryan's has now passed that satisfying point, and I don't really care. And I always want to care. That's the number one thing when it comes to wrestling, you have to care. So it's a shame. Um, and, you know, it's not completely consistent, because where was Apollo Crews? Last week, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville told us they're going to get a tag team title match and then go on to have a tag team title match. That match just never appeared or was mentioned. And why we did AJ Styles versus Kofi Kingston, I don't know either. But it was a very that that was a very good match. But there was my point being is that over both shows this week on Raw and SmackDown, there weren't too many things you could pick holes in from a logic point of view, from a from a quality point of view. That's completely different. Again, the twenty four seven title thing I know has divided people. The Roman Reigns things has, as we've touched upon. Same with AJ Styles Kofi, amazing match, um, great finish, the phenomenal forearm into the the Trouble in Paradise. It looked fantastic. But yeah, you're, you're more within your rights to go, why did we just have AJ Styles lose to, to Kofi Kingston when there was no need? We could have done anything else. Shout out to Albert Merksevic, which is a great name in the super chat. Appreciate the donation, my friend. And Spaz Phoenix is back again. Make sure you check him out on YouTube too. In the super chat, he said, if Maria's pregnancy was kayfabe, imagine, here we go, imagine Undertaker shows up on 205 Live during a Mike Kanellis match and drops her on her head on a steel chair to become the first ever dead 24-7 champion. Lol. Spaz Phoenix, you absolutely want to leave the PG era behind, don't you? My word. But hey, man, you can fantasy book to your heart's content here on Simon is Pro Wrestling Show. And that is quite the... That is quite the... Uh, angle. I mean, it turns Undertaker super heel. Or maybe it doesn't. I don't even know anymore. And it would certainly get people talking. I don't think it's going to happen. Mecca Cyan says in the Super Chat, it was Shane McMahon. He said he wasn't on the show, so he wouldn't be a suspect. P.S. You're my favorite bald asshole. I love you. Well, I, I try. Shane McMahon is not a bad shout. In fact, I quite like the fact... I can't believe I'm saying this, but I quite like the fact that it could be Shane McMahon. Or even a Drew McIntyre, because... Now, Shane McMahon is better, because then it makes... It, that is a dastardly thing to do. You take yourself off the show... And then you try, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a really good shout. And it would add a new dimension to Shane McMahon. I mean, I would prefer he just fights Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. Kevin Owens wins and we send Shane McMahon off into the wilderness for a while. He can come back in a few months. But again, to me, it, I don't mind having Shane McMahon on my TV. I think he offers something. We just went a bit too crazy with it. But I do like that idea. Not too shabby at all. Juicy rules. And the super chat says, maybe it's Shelton Benjamin. That creepy smile angle never went anywhere. And Shelton was rumored to be getting a push. I don't think it's Shelton Benjamin, just because even though I do want him to get a push, I don't think they'd ever push him that much. Like, whoever this turns out to be, unless it is Samojo, because Samojo has already found his place. Like, if it is somebody unexpected or somebody new, you can't... Well, no, you have to be behind them 100%, and I don't think they ever will be with Shelton Benjamin, which does suck, but we keep both our fingers crossed that Shelton does get something, because I like him. AJ Parker says, Simon, we need more Simon Says and Caucasian Corner. Also, what if Alistair Black tried to kill Roman? He got tired of waiting for a fight. Well, small spoiler, there is a Simon Says today on Ups and Downs for SmackDown, going live in about 35 minutes' time. Again, when we're done here, we'll head over to What Culture Wrestling together. Uh, Caucasian Corner, probably never coming back, unless they do another Samoan Summit, or if they do a... Uh, oh, what else could they do? I can't even think of any puns now. But you can think of puns. If they do another pun, I'll do it. Because I thought that was ridiculous. As for Alistair Black, he did get a fight, my friend, AJ. He did get a fight. He's going to fight Sami Zayn. 
at SummerSlam, which is worrying for Sami Zayn because somebody sent me Sami Zayn's win ratio from some point, but it was like 4%. A 4% win ratio over like 74 matches. So it must be since 2018 or something. They just, that's Sami Zayn's role. Sami Zayn is to be annoying and then lose. I don't get it. I like Sami Zayn a lot. I think at one point he could have been genuinely, I think Sami Zayn could have been a world champion. If you looked how m- beloved he was in NXT, and I know that's a whole story unto itself, but if you look how beloved he was in NXT and how relatable he was and how every man he was, this I like the Swami annoying character, but they don't do much with him. I think they could have done more with Sami Zayn. I really do. Polar Nigel, the super chat, who's just vanished because YouTube's having one of its days. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. There you are, Nigel. Afternoon, Simon. What are your thoughts on the factions developing in WWE at the moment? The New Day, the OC, Reigns, and Uso seem to be interacting more. Well, I don't see why the hell not. You know, if we are trying to pick things from the past that were successful, one thing we haven't done is brought back groups. And I think most wrestling fans enjoy stables because we think of Evolution, DX, NWO, uh, Los Bariquas. <laughs> there you go. They're in my head. So I, 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 I like the OC, hate the name, think it's stupid, but who cares? The name is the name, you get used to it after a while anyway. But it also gets more people on TV. I know that Gallows and Anderson signed new deals, but at least it's nice seeing them back on television. And through all of this, we also got the tag belts on him. Awesome, two thumbs up from me. You could take people like, you know, Rusev's not on TV, Sheamus. I know they're the League of Nations before, but Cesaro, you could do something with those guys. Obviously, Sheamus and Cesaro have a prior relationship. And it's just a way to get people on TV, but you have to treat them seriously. The League of Nations probably could have been okay, but they were treated like jokes. And as soon as you treat someone like a joke, the fans think they're a joke. So yes, I'm well up for more uh, groups and stables on WWE TV. Craig David says, could this be Cena turning heel against Roman in the super chat? Um, No, but once again, Craig, I love your creative mind, but it's definitely not Cena turning heel against Roman. If they were ever going to turn John Cena heel, they would never be as dastardly as to do that, I don't think. I think they'd be far more cautious with it. Uh, Albert Merskovic, again, amazing name in the super chat, who said, would you ever come to wrestle in Norway if you got the chance? By the way, love how you say my name. Spot on, brother. I may have got it wrong that time and let you down. Absolutely. When it comes to my wrestling, I will wrestle anywhere. All I need is to be given the opportunity and I will go. Hence why, if you didn't see it on my Twitter at Simon316, yes, in the last weekend, also the penultimate weekend of August, I am heading over south to South Korea for society wrestling, which is crazy. And I'm going to take on Adam Mayhem, who you may know um, from Going in the Raw podcast, the Going in Raw show, to fight for the H title. What a crazy world we live in, but you bet your ass I am excited about it. Undead FB Jew, always supporting, uh, always supporting the, uh, the podcast. Much appreciated. Hi, Simon. My internet cut out early hours of this morning, so SmackDown didn't record. But I know Bray popped up again, missed the Attitude Era. Well, look, Undead, you mentioned it. Let's get into it. I love everything they're doing with Bray Wyatt right now. I love it. I, I just... The Firefly Funhouse skits that serve as a promo are different. The fact we had Rambling Rabbit uh, hosting this one, and then he was chased off. But, you know, Rambling Rabbit loves Finn Balor. He's a big Finn Balor fan. But then Bray Wyatt turns off, he chased him off. This time we had the lights go out, we had Bray Wyatt in the ring, but they used that as a distraction. And if WWE are intent on doing distraction finishes, I ain't got no problem with them doing it like that. So that was another two thumbs up for me. I just think it's different. I think it's unique. I think it has a scary element to it. I know people that have got kids, their parents, their dads have told me that the kids don't like it and they don't want to watch wrestling anymore in case Bray Wyatt turns up. And you can argue that's not what WWE wants to do. But at the same time, I think it is. I think you do need that kind of content, that kind of those kind of segments that get 
those feelings going. I think it's really important. So, yeah, I, I, I love everything they're doing with Bray Wyatt. I hope he beats Finn Balor in about a minute at SummerSlam. I know that crap's all over Finn, but I think the focus has got to be on Bray because Finn Balor's going to go away for two months and when he comes back, we won't remember this. And hopefully then we can do the same thing to Finn, what we've just done for Bray. But I think Bray is too important right now. I really, really do. Jeffrey Pridemore rightfully says in the super chat, wrestling during commercials isn't so bad now, is it? No, it's not. That is dead. That is dead. No longer do we have to worry about you know, going to these bizarre commercial breaks. Although I will say, fair play to WWE. Apparently, the ratings were better when they were doing that. So now if they do go back to it, I'll do a bit of research before I get into it. Shout out to Taylor uh, Little, I think that is, in the Super Chat. Just threw a dollar in there. Appreciate that, Taylor. I know you work hard for that dollar. Same with chicken salad and the same stuff. We love chicken salad. Healthy. It's good for you. Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat says, I can't get enough of what Bray is doing. I really want him in the title picture after SummerSlam. So do I. Do you know what my fantasy booking is? And I don't think this is going to happen. This is just me going crazy. On that note, I think we've got a fantasy booking video going up on What Culture soon. And I'm really proud of it and excited to so keep an eye out for that. But I would have Brock Lesnar beat Seth Rollins. And I'd do Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. They won't because I think they see Bray as a heel. But then I want Bray Wyatt to beat Brock Lesnar. And I want Brock Lesnar to, like I say, just get destroyed by Bray. And Bray to go on to be his dominant champion all the way through to WrestleMania 36. That's how into the character I am. And that's how much of an upside I think he's got. I just love it. That mask is stupid out of context, but the way it's worked with everything else, the lights, the noises, the laughter, it's just wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, where am I going next? A lot of love in the super chat today, so thank you so much. I, I, I love it when it's like this. It gets me, it gets me all excited. Um, oh, man, I've missed loads. I've missed loads. Jacob, we shouted you out. Undead FBG is there again in the super chat. Said Finn Balor, like two of my Bray gifts on his tweets. It's awesome when wrestlers like your gifts, isn't it? Or your tweets. It's kind of, you're, it's kind of nerdy a little bit because you're like, what am I doing? But it's great. Stone Cold Steve Austin replied to one of my messages the other day, and I was so excited. Idiot. Jeffrey W in the super chat says, for Santino, it could be an Italian intervention. <laughs> it absolutely could. I like that. Out of nowhere. I just realized that my stupid battery is about to die. See, this is what happens when we have technical issues to begin. I'm not set up. We're going to do two things now. As you know, if you've never watched before, we don't stop streams. Uh, so we, don't, we don't go crazy long. We put that in. And then we also grab this. We take that. We plug this in. And we turn the fan on because I'm 700 degrees. Even though it's not even that hot today. Honestly, I never thought just... Um, apologies to the audio people as well who's going to hear that in the background I never thought that me wearing a vest on a what culture video would cause so much hate but the amount of hate I've got I'm just a warm guy I get warm it happens uh, right where are we going next uh, Nathan Ornsby in the super chat said got my postcard today thank you Nathan you are welcome I know you're from New Zealand I remember writing your postcard and I remember being like I don't know how much this is going to cost but yeah if you do join the Patreon cheap plug if you join the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316 and you join a certain tier I will send you a handwritten postcard with exclusive artwork on it just say thank you very much I like to give something back oh we didn't pimp the merch as well brand new 8x10s at simonmiller.bigcartel.com some people have actually got in touch with me to ask about that I thought that was pretty cool Spaz Phoenix is back in a super chat he says as a Canadian it's balls that WWE thinks toss Natty in there the Canucks love her no we don't and we won't I care more about Trish who's from Toronto uh, I mean, you're more educated and well-versed to speak on this than I am. 
but I'm, I mean, my hope is, is that Natalia gets a baby face reception. I love it when we go to Canada and Canadians are over like Rover. I think it's really fun. That's the main reason I'm happy Trish Stratus is back. I'm not even that fussed about seeing Trish Stratus back. I think Trish Stratus versus Charlotte's a really cool match and I like the nostalgia. But I'm more excited about it because I hope that Charlotte gets booed at the building and Natty, uh, Natty and um, uh, Trish is treated like, a, well, the irony, the queen. That's what I want because uh, it makes those Canadian events feel different. So that's what I hope is going to happen, but you don't know. Timothy Jones in the Super Chat says, Rambling Rabbit was about to tell us what the Funhouse really was before he got interrupted. What do you think it was? Well, I, I don't think there is anything, to be honest. I think they do that just to tease you. And then, I mean, it's, it's probably just like, uh, well, no, you can't say that it's in Bray Wyatt's mind because then that becomes WCW, Ultimate Warrior, and Hulk Hogan, where Hulk Hogan couldn't see the Ultimate Warrior, but we, the fans, could... And when Eric Bischoff was all like, what are you talking about, Hulk? No one can see him. It was like, well, the fans saw him and therefore he was real and it's everybody else that's crazy. And Hulk Hogan's got it right. So you can't do that. But maybe they've got a really good idea. I hope they do. At the moment, that, that it's a flawless production, the Firefly, the Firefly Funhouse to me. They haven't taken one misstep. Maybe he could have debuted a bit earlier, but who cares? He's debuted now. Uh, and that's what matters. Oh man, YouTube chat's gone crazy again. Let me just sort it out. Richard Dalloway who says, tip of the hat for not swearing when it didn't work. Uh, well, I did at the end. <laughs> Richard, uh, it's fine. That's been unlisted now, so we don't have to worry about that. Jason Deacon in the Super Chat says, hey, Simon, love your videos, man. My question is, what? who would you put the IC title on to make it feel relevant again? Well, look, this ties into SmackDown. We had Ali versus Shinsuke Nakamura in a non-title match which resulted in Ali getting a fluke roll-up win, which I actually didn't mind, because Ali had to get the win, and he had to do it in a way that justifies him getting a match but doesn't job out Nakamura, so I thought that was fine. And really, either of those two guys, anybody on the roster, if they become Intercontinental Champion, could bring back some worth to the title, but it's about how they booked, and it's about the matches, and about where it's featured on the card. My worry is that we're going to put Ali versus Shinsuke Nakamura at SummerSlam on the pre-show. And no matter what, no matter how WWE wants to see it, that is straight away telling everyone we don't think there's much worth in this belt. And that's the issue. It's not about who's holding it. It's about what they do when they do hold it. And for a while now, we just haven't really sparked things into life when it comes to, when it comes to that title. So that's all you need to do. I know that John Cena had the really good US Championship run, which helped because he was John Cena. But I'm 99% sure if anybody started doing an open challenge with cool, exciting guys and having great matches, the belt's worth would go up. We just never give it time to do that. We never allow people to talk about how much the belt means to them. Feuds don't last that long. It jumps around the place. I think that's the main issue. Sean Gearhorn in the Super Chat, he says, bit of fantasy booking here. If you want a fantasy book, you go ahead. Finn loses at SummerSlam and goes away for his vacation. Undisputed Era comes up after SummerSlam to feud with the OC. Finn comes back at Survivor Series to join the OC's fourth in a classic Survivor Series match. I wouldn't be, up, I wouldn't be against it. And as long as if they are going to bring up the Undisputed Era, they have a plan for them, and those guys aren't just going to vanish, hell yeah, let's do it. Let's get some stable warfare on the line, especially because this year's SummerSlam needs something. Can't do Raw versus SmackDown. If they even dream about doing Raw versus SmackDown, I'm going to lose my mind. We saw Andrade on Raw. Drew McIntyre is all over the place. The OC just turned up on SmackDown. Don't even know what show they're meant to be on anymore. AJ Styles definitely meant to be on Raw. Can't remember about the other two. So they need something different. Why not do that? Why not just go back to group on group and 
you know, push these guys as, as like, you know, brothers and sisters and tight and love them relationships. Not just now, ah, we threw a bunch of Raw and SmackDown guys together. I like it. Don't think it's going to happen. I think I'll just there will probably come up next year, but we will find out. Jacob Domley in the super chat says, Bray's distraction was very Undertaker-esque. I love that the formula can still work in new ways. Well, I tell you, I think right now, we did the podcast on this. We don't even need to go over it again. Bray Wyatt is in position to become the new Undertaker. I don't mean that verbatim. I mean somebody whose character transcends above what everybody else in wrestling is doing. To the point you do believe these stupid light shows and these Firefly Funhouses and lightning and magic tricks and hocus pocus. Because you buy into the character so much. And he's not very active on social media in terms of a reality point of view, kayfabe boy he is. And he, I think he'd have to be active in some sense. But he's doing great with it. And nobody understands that character better than Bray Wyatt, which is why I'm so excited about it. We just have to give him a bit of free reign. And I, I don't doubt it will be anything but a huge success. Uh, Spaz Phoenix in the Super Chat says, Trish is from Toronto. Sammy and Kevin are from Montreal. Natty's family is literally from the other side of the country. Rude would be more over than her. That's a great point. That's a fair point. Like... That's like when people come to the UK and they're just from the UK. Fair point, Spaz. Fair, 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 fair point. Um, I, I do agree with that then. You're right. If Natty is miles away, they're just going, ah, she's Canadian. No, that's a good point. Can't argue with that. Fair play. Spaz has smashed it. Smashed it like that. But yeah, mostly I thought Raw was good. I thought SmackDown was good. I enjoyed both shows. And, you know, I thought the brawl at the end of Raw especially was really cool because we integrated all these storylines between people that aren't actually interacting directly and it did, I know we say this all the time, but it did feel a bit Attitude Era-esque, but on the bad side, the good side, where it almost elevated everyone because they were having this massive uh, this massive fight. Again, we got the go-home show on, on Monday. I'm a bit worried that Seth Rollins will turn up to that. I guess he has to because, like I say, it's the last Raw before SummerSlam, but he really shouldn't. Like, he really shouldn't. After getting absolutely destroyed by Brock Lesnar, I mean, that's one of the biggest... I know they did something similar to WrestleMania 35, but this felt far more far more crazy to me it's it just doesn't sell the injuries they were selling it on smackdown saying that seth rollins doesn't want his medical record to get out there because apparently it's bad and you know he may get taken off the SummerSlam show but i think even though you do want the people on the last raw before a pay-per-view because it gets people talking what you really want is for the stories to be believable and if Seth Rollins just walks back on as if nothing has happened, you're like, well, why did we even do the beatdown angle? What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It was just something you watched on TV because there was no fallout. There was no consequences. There has to be consequences. There has to be a reaction. Like, you know, if there's not, you don't have to buy into anything because it doesn't mean anything. And it stops Raw from being a, an episodic weekly TV show, right? It's then just a TV show you happen to watch from week to week, but there is no, there's no glue. There's no rope, and you need the glue, and you need the rope. And the way to do that is to say, Seth Rollins got beaten up so badly two weeks before his Universal Championship match against Brock Lesnar, he can't even turn up to the show. That's up for the commentators to get that across. It's up for Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman to get it across. Maybe you can do some kind of via satellite thing with Seth where he looks like he's dead. It's, you know, I, I think it's, it's really, really, really important in this sense to ensure that we don't you know we, we don't allow this to be nothing right i think going forward and looking proper full time to get to the end of 2019 the best way to get people back on board is let them know look these things mean everything means something and wwe's gonna have to do that a lot like we're not the ratings were down this week obviously because last week was you know they were so big because of the raw reunion 
They're always going to be down, but they're also down from where they had been before Raw Reunion. I don't think you can change task, though. I think you need to keep going. You need to keep focus on, on, on you know, your, your direction and just let people know you can now believe in this stuff. And I think slowly but surely um, uh, we'll get there. Uh, shout out to Mark Abenheimer in the super chat. Just threw some money in there. Always appreciate it. Always appreciate the support. I, it's, uh, it's, all, it's very, very kind of you. Um, that's kind of raw and SmackDown, isn't it? Let me just go on on some news sites to make sure I haven't I haven't missed anything. I, I love the Brock Lesnar angle. I, I really, really did. Oh, the other news is that apparently the, the Dolph Ziggler versus Miz has been announced for Smack uh, for SummerSlam, but apparently it's not happening. Apparently there is a big angle uh, for Raw where that's all going to change. So that's I don't I don't think it's Shawn Michaels. Before anybody, I mean maybe it is. Maybe Shawn Michaels wants to have. I know he said he didn't, but maybe he didn't like his Saudi Arabia. I don't believe this. I'm just speculating. But that seems like it's going to change, which is interesting. I don't really know who else you put Dolph Ziggler against at this stage. I mean, who even is there? I don't know. I don't, I don't have an answer for that. I don't have an answer for that. But yes, that's apparently uh, that's apparently on the cards. Rhino, he's back with Impact Wrestling. So is, I can't remember her real name, Emma from WWE. Her real name has just escaped me, which is a terrible thing to do. Uh, we talked about Vince McMahon rewriting SmackDown on the day of the show. No idea why, uh, why he does that. The other cool thing is, obviously, we're only a couple of months away now. Shout out to Darren4785, throwing some money in that super chat too. You can do the same, of course. But yeah, apparently when we moved to Fox... In October, we're going to be using some new cameras and we're going to be having a more cinematic feel. I'm all right with that. I think anything right now visually that doesn't look like WWE but still captures the WWE essence is going to be a huge draw and a huge positive for, for any WWE fan that's been watching watching for a long time. And if it does make SmackDown look different to Raw as well, then maybe it ain't even so bad if Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre are turning up in both shows because they're going to be shot differently. And there's a lot to be said to that. Production can't be overlooked. So... That's uh, that's something to be excited about. And of course, this Friday, so two days from when I'm talking, if you are listening. Tanil Dashwood, thank you, chat. That's really bad I forgot her name. That's an asshole thing to do. But yeah, two days' time, obviously, the All Elite Wrestling, episode one on TNT, October 2nd, tickets go live. They've announced Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara. Saw a lot of backlash to that. People going, oh, why have you announced this match? Because that's what you would do if it's a sporting event. You would announce random matches. It's like the Premier League calendar over here in the football. Sometimes you get random matches. You get Arsenal versus Burnley. It's not a AAA match. But it's something you get excited. I should use AAA, not the promotion. I mean, it's not like a main event match, but it's still something you may watch. So I like it. I think that it's um, it's a really good way to give it an idea that it's a sports product. And who knows what's going to happen in that match? Who knows? Maybe they've got a long-term plan. But I'm really excited about that first week of October. It's going to be an absolute riot. We're going to have Raw. Then we're going to have AEW. Then we're going to have SmackDown on a Friday. Ups and downs going to be going up on a Saturday. What kind of world are we living in? Shout out to Jade Starr. In the super chat, he says, thoughts on Becky pissed WWE use her relationship. Yes, yeah, she did. She came out in, a, in an interview and said she wasn't overly enthused when the idea of having her and Seth Rollins you know, on TV as a couple was pitched because her worry was that it was going to be, oh, they're in a relationship. Did you know they're in a relationship? They're boyfriend and girlfriend. She just wanted it to be two, uh, two uh, badasses kicking people's behinds. And that's what it should have been. But as we know, it was running to the ground. It's doubly bad when they do that because one... You've got your commentator saying, oh, in real life, which is just saying what you're watching now isn't real, and that sucks. But also, she was 100% correct. It didn't work rely- overly relying on that. If they had just been a cool tag team where people like you and I could have discussed, oh, and they're dating in real life, that would have been fine. But they were too heavy-handed with it. That seems to have run its course. But no, I agree with her. I totally see what she means. It could have been cool, but it was cringe. Because they pushed it too far. It should have just been two people wrestling. Uh, Ryan McVeigh says, Chris Van Vliet is joining AEW. Your thoughts? 
I think it's great. I saw it on his Instagram. It made me happy. That guy's a good dude. I really enjoyed my time chatting to him. You can check my interview over on Chris's channel if you haven't seen it. I think he'll smash it. He's a true wrestling fan and a fair wrestling fan. Like He's just a balanced wrestling fan, which is rare these days. Great news. Shout out to Chris. Good guy. Jacob Donnelly in the super chat. What more would you do to make the women's tag team titles important? Not even a rewrite of SmackDown could get them on TV, lol. Just feature them. Right now, all you've got to do is feature them. Like Again, we had that Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville botch promo, and I don't hold anything against them. I screw up things all the time. And then the, the worst thing about that botch now is that it highlighted that segment even more because everyone was talking about it, as we do. And they didn't have the match. And where are the Iconics? And where are the Kabuki Warriors? And where are the titles? I, they, only, they only came about in February. March, April, May, June, July. Five months. And no one gives two craps. And nor should you. Because WWE doesn't give a crap either. So just put them on TV and have... Oh, I don't know. They should never have broken up Bailey and Sasha. That was the stupidest idea. Um, where am I going? Philly Flexer. Good name in the Super Chat. Did you see the Drake versus Mike Kanellis match on 205 Live? I haven't, but I've heard good things. I'm going to check it out later today. But yes, if you don't know, Drake Maverick and Mike Kanellis had an unsanctioned match on 205 Live. And everybody is saying it's really, really good. So check it out and i'll check it out too frequently fly in the super chat says i live in dc and i'm super excited the first aew show is here frequently fly if you go if you get a ticket make sure you let us know and hopefully we can talk to you and get an on the floor experience i always enjoy that but it is cool and you are part of history even if aew is dead in a year even if it becomes the biggest thing ever you can say you were part of the first thing i know people still talk about being part of the first nitro taping in the mall of america and seeing lex luger who knows what you're going to see cm punk could be on that show probably not but he could be, and you'll remember that forever. That is cool. Timothy Jones in the super chat. John Moxley tried to kill Roman. All right, Tim, stay with me here. Moxley has an option to opt out of AEW after one year. I don't put it past him or Vince to have him come up with a plan to make Ambrose a star by letting him go. Okay, let's say that is true. He's only been in AEW for two months, so we've got 10 months before we can pay this off. Timothy, I love your creativity. I love the way you think. I think all of your ideas would send the internet crazy. I also don't think these things are going to happen. Just letting you know. Why is my thing not charging? I just noticed that my thing isn't charging. What's that? Changing the plug. Put it in a different plug socket. We don't want to die again. We've already died once. But yeah, Tim, I like, I like how your brain works. If somebody put a gun to my head, even if they didn't put a gun to my head, I'd say it's not going to happen. I think John Maxey has been smashing it in the G1. Uh, we'll talk about the G1 when we get to the finals. Otherwise, we'll be here all day. It's been a great tournament, though. Um, it really makes me want WWE to have tournaments because it's just so much fun seeing all these random guys have fights. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. I love it. Um, but no, I think Ambrose or John Moxley, whatever you want to call him, is going probably never going back to WWE. If I'm honest, depending on what the future holds. Jason Deacon says, "You who? Sorry, who? Not me. Who should win the Raw Rumble this year?" Jason, man, I don't know. It depends where we are in January. It's so far away because we're still closer to this year's Raw. Oh no, we're about halfway through. Who should win next year's Royal Rumble? Ask me in December. I know that's a cop-out answer, but we don't know what's going to change. We don't know who's going to come in. Adam Cole could be on the roster and smashing it. Sean Benjamin could have a push. Rusev could be back. There's no way of knowing. Somebody cool. <laughs> Timothy Jones also says in the Super Chat, he tries to kill Roman all year. This is Ambrose. And is revealed right before Mania. And boom, instant main event. But that kind of ties into my Intercontinental cha Championship chat. You can make anybody a star with booking like that, but you've got to pick them and you've got to go all the way. And sometimes they don't do that. I mean, there is, even though I did think we're on SmackDown this week, we're more consistent. There are still stop-starty stuff. The tag team champions with the women, we've talked about that. But where's Bobby Lashley? 
You know, where where's Mojo? Um, uh, ah, Shetland Benjamin. Where's Chad Gable making his notes? You just don't know. You just don't know. I had a message retracted in the super chat. Hope you're okay. <laughs> Whatever happened with that, I don't think it's ever happened before. Uh, yeah, but I hope every, everything is all right. And I think that was it. Marco Stuntstein for AEW. That'll be cool. Alistair Black, Zami Zayn. We've already talked about that. Raw room, Raw viewership was down, which sucks, but we'll see. I'm excited about Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. It looks like we're going to be doing that at SummerSlam. I think that will rock. Uh, and more importantly than that, I... Uh, I loved what they did with that gauntlet match. I know if we had put Ricochet in at number one, that would have helped Ricochet. But with that said, we actually still got Ricochet over. He feels like a threat to US, the US Championship. But Rey Mysterio has now been pushed back up the ranks as well. And don't forget, he lost two matches. <sighs> two minutes, the Samoa Joe ones. And whoever else he fought, I can't remember now. But And now all of a sudden, he seems like a threat again. I love the fact that Andrade pulled off his mask. Clear baby face, clear heel. It made me, uh, it made me happy. So, I thought that and Cesaro, man, let's just do something with Cesaro, please. <laughs> He's so good. You don't have to have him talk. You don't have to have him be the world champion. You don't have to make him the face of the company. Just do something with him. I love him. I think he's great, and he wins me over more and more because his attitude just seems to be. It's just easy. I'm just looking for other news stories to make sure we don't miss anything. Ever since that Paul Heyman Eric Bischoff news broke when I was doing uh, when I was doing one of these, I, I, I always double check. Someone's just put a great question here. Where the hell is Buddy Murphy? Which is a great point because he did that thing on the microphone with the whole Shane McMahon summit. And then he didn't say anything else. He just went away. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with WWE? Somebody, it's because Vince McMahon is rewriting the SmackDown show. So Buddy Murphy's name's not going to come up. When you've got to deal with Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, uh, AJ Styles, The New Day, The OC. Who else was on this show? Nakamura, Ali. Buddy Murphy's name just not going to get there in time. Not because he's not, he's not good at what he does, but because he, you just have so many other things to deal with in such a short space of time. You're always, there's always going to be casualties. It just is. Shout out to Frequently Fly in the Super Chat. I said, did I miss Daniel Bryan's announcement? No. He just walked up to the, to the camera, coughed and walked off again because they don't know what the announcement is. That's the problem. They changed all these plans. They, they had all these ideas and then they didn't actually have... They, 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 there was nothing there. There was no foundation. So now they're trying to eke it out. It really sucks. I'm so up for that announcement. I'm so ready for it. Instead, what did I get? Nothing. <laughs> Not that it matters, really. It's just wrestling. It just upset me. As it usually does. Is this page going to load? I've got some questions I know people wanted answered. Let's see if they will load. Uh, hello, Senor Miller. Do you think anyone wrestling today will have as many world title reigns as Flair, Cena, Triple H, Orton have? Yeah, probably. I think there's probably a chance for them to have more in this day and age. You know, title runs... Well, actually, they've been better with title runs recently. When you win a world championship, you usually you hold on to it. But yeah, I think Roman Reigns probably could. Seth Rollins, potentially, if he's there for long enough. Um, maybe no one else at the moment, but no, I still think they'd held around the title. Um, and also, which wrestler would you like to see transition to the mainstream in a similar way to The Rock Batista? And personal wants aside, who do you think it actually could be? Well, who do I want to see do that? Anyone, really. If it's going to make their lives better and make them happy, it would be cool to see. I mean, The Big Show just announced he's going to have a comedy on Netflix, which should be interesting. And look, if that does really well, that could see Big Show transition into Hollywood. He's only in his 40s. And if he can show a spark of talent and he's clearly got a following, that will absolutely blow up for him. Otherwise, who do I think could do it? I don't know. People say Roman Reigns is quite good in Hobbs and Shaw. So maybe that's one. 
John Moxley actually thought always had something. When he was in those Terminator WWE 2K ads, I always thought, oh, there's something in there. So, so maybe him. Otherwise, I don't know, though. Anybody. Everybody. Uh, Albert says again in the Super Chat, non-resting question, but I loved seeing your Fortnite series on VG247. I would like to see you do it more if you were willing to do it. Uh, well, I don't think they'd be for VG247. We could do it here on my channel. I don't know if anybody wants to see it. If enough people tweet me at Simon316, that's not an excuse to get tweets. It's that if you care that much, you'll let me know. Maybe we can do a Fortnite video. But that's very kind, Al, but I appreciate that. I had a lot of fun doing it. That was a good 2018. Jacob Donnelly in the Super Chat says, I think I jumped for joy when Shane said he wasn't going to be on SmackDown. I tell you, man, not only because I like this idea that maybe you can now argue maybe Shane pushed the stuff down on Roman because he wasn't there, so he hasn't got an alibi, which is awesome. Like I say, keeping him off TV is just good for the brain. And if he is on TV next week and used in the right way, it's not going to be as annoying because we had a break. And that's what it's all about. It's all about balance. It's all about moderation. It's all about making sure we pushed different people at the right times. Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot to talk about it. That Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston video. Absolutely brilliant. Randy Orton came across like a crazy person, although I actually quite liked him more by the end of it. Don't know what that's about. Totally believable. Tied into all the real stuff that happened back in 2009. Told you a story. Didn't need to do anything in the ring. Didn't need them to touch. Didn't need to have a look at each other. That was WWE's best, I thought. Loved it. Some of the best stuff I've seen on WWE TV in ages. It's awesome. Aaron, Super Chat. Has Rollins become his own enemy? I don't get how they're using Seth Rollins at the moment. I will say that. I don't understand it. Like, he was really annoying on Raw when he shouted with the Street Profits. I, just, I think they're trying to make him cool, but they've gone in the wrong direction. I just want Seth Rollins to be Seth Rollins. Whoever he is, let him be that on Raw and SmackDown. Then just let the fans decide otherwise. Maybe he's not meant to be the face. Maybe he's meant to be a heel. But for me, there's something not clicking. To the point I saw him get his ass kicked on Raw, and I thought, oh, maybe Brock Lesnar should win. And we can go a few Brock Lesnar with somebody else. That's not what I'm meant to be thinking. I should be desperate for Seth Rollins to win. And I don't know what's happened in the last few weeks. I didn't feel like that way three, three, four months ago. So it's something that's happened recently over the last few weeks. And seeing him shout, burn it down with Dawkins or whoever it was, was not, it was not good. Uh, Spaz Phoenix says in the super chat, what if Buddy Murphy attacked Roman Reigns? The whole punch the biggest guy in the locker room idea. Also, Rollins is ducking you like Rocky ducked Clubber Lang. Seth Rollins is ducking me if you watch ups and downs. Although he did send me a letter the other day. Which was, which was worrying. I don't think it's going to be Buddy Murphy. Um, I, I, I really, really don't. I think, uh, I think it'll be Samoa Joe or maybe Drew McIntyre or maybe Shane McMahon. I can see all of those unless they've come up with somebody else. But I don't think it's anyone that's going to really, really, really surprise you. Just my gut. I hope I'm wrong. Well, no, I don't hope I'm wrong. I hope whoever it is, it's just exciting and we get a cool payoff and everybody's happy. Because that way you'll start believing in WWE storylines and WWE mysteries again. And really, that's the, that's the be-all and end-all. If you believe and you love it, then you're smashing it. Aaron Rose in the Super Chat says, Just wanted to say thank you for the hard work, the content, and most importantly, the positivity. You have been an inspiration to a tough time for me recently. Keep on smashing it hand on heart. Well, Aaron... I never know what to say to stuff like that. It's very humbling. It's very kind of you. I appreciate it massively. And as I always say, if I could even help you one iota, then it was my pleasure. It really, really was. The fact that you watched me to begin with and the fact that you support me in the many ways that you do is, 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 is just as mind-blowing for me. So hand on the heart again. Thank you very much. I hope you're doing better because you mentioned you'd be having a, um, a, hard, a hard time. Um, or a tough time, I should say. We all have tough times. Quick mental health bit before we bring the podcast to a close. We all have uh, we all have tough times, and 
it's good to remember that because I think sometimes when we're having those down moments, we think it's just us, but it's not. 100% of people, that's The Rock, Brad Pitt, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Katy Perry, anyone that you can think of goes through these these low moments and eventually we all come out the other side. But don't be afraid to reach out to help. Don't, be, don't feel like you've done something wrong. Don't let it become too negative, even though it obviously is a negative situation. It's just how we deal with life. Because life is crazy, right? We're just on a rock floating through space and we're meant to know all of this stuff. But we don't. Like even when you get into your 30s and stuff, you think everything's going to be different. No, it's not. We're all 14-year-olds at heart. And I'll draw a line under it there. But thank you very much for that, man. I appreciate it. That is very, uh, that is very good of you. And we've come to an end, unfortunately. Not the best episode <laughs> because we had 10 minutes or so of technical nightmares. But hey, that happens. All we can do is smile. Uh, we managed to wrangle back some of the audience, which is good. Lots of support today, which I also appreciate. Uh, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to wrap up in around about two minutes. Head over to What Culture Wrestling. Give them a subscribe. I'll be in the chat as we do live SmackDown ups and downs. A lot of nonsense this week. Some I get the odd person getting in touch going, I don't like all your nonsense. Yeah, but the problem is I enjoy it now. And when I enjoy something, it's a bit like a dog with a bone. I don't want to let it drop because it makes me laugh. Um... So yeah, do that. Again, like the video, share the video, subscribe. If you're listening on the audio versions, please do head over to YouTube, search for Simon Mellon, give me a subscribe. And I really want to get to 100,000 subscribers just because it seems so unlikely. And again, dog with a bone, same kind of stuff. On Instagram and Twitter at Simon316. All of this is supported by Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller316. All the links are in the bio down there. And I got a bunch of wrestling merchandise, simonmiller.bigcartel.com. Also, this Sunday, the 4th of August, 6.30 p.m., if you are in London or if you're in close to London, get down to the Bedford in Ballon where I make my London debut as a pro wrestler. I'll be there. I'll be wrestling. I'll be in my pants. The tickets are still available. Again, just search for that on, um, on, on Google. Uh, it's for EWE. You can find it on Facebook. Uh, go on my Twitter. You'll find some tweets. Absolutely come down to London and watch me wrestle. I would appreciate your support. Right. Let's all head over to What Culture Wrestling. Get involved with that. But thank you as always for watching me. Sorry about all the nonsense at the start. Who knows why these things happen. But we'll be back. We'll do another episode this week to make up for it. That's what we will do. I will talk to you later.